Hello, listeners, and welcome to another Learn STEM summary session. It feels like we have not done one of these in forever, so we are excited to get back into the swing of things. Quick note, we will be going over the topic of AP tests slash testing anxiety, which is, you know, very fun. But before we get into the recaps of what we all learned over the past couple of weeks, we just want to remind you that all Learn, St- that Learn STEM is an academic podcast in which each week, one of us or all of us talk about a topic in STEM in an interview format, tips and tricks with stories, too. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Instagram, etc. Now, Melania, get us started. For my episode, I talked about acne and what it causes, being oil, dead skin cells, and bacteria. It can be spiked by a plethora of things. Niacinamide is an ingredient in skincare that helps build up carotene in your body and is also shown to help reduce acne. Other things that help fight acne are vitamin B3, licorice, retinol, and urea. Many of these concoctions target the epidermis, the dermis, and are proven to help fight the acne-causing bacteria that are giving you breakouts on the top of your skin. The three steps in a good skincare routine are cleansing, toning, and moisturizing. Different skin types also require different forms of care. Oily skin needs foaming soaps. Dry skin needs creaming and moisturizing skincare lotions. And sensitive skin just try to overall go fragrance-free. Mature skin will also need a balm. In total, though, something that can help any type of skin is micellar water. Toning, the second step, adds nutrients into your skin, but is completely optional. The final step is moisturizing, which is needed all year round. For the sake of the recap, I will not go into any more detail, but make sure to check out my video. I also have a secret ingredient that can help your skin in tons of ways. On to you, Nisa. Hey guys, so in my video, I talked about cold remedies. Usually, individuals get colds from their chest due to their body temperature lowering, and in effect, their body is not warm enough to fight off the infection. This is due to vitamin B levels decreasing, as well as vitamin B3. Um, If I didn't say D and B3, correction. Um, But lower temperatures lower immunity of, obviously, our immune system. Vitamin C is also very important to boost immune systems like bell peppers, kiwis, and papaya. In addition, some believe that natural home remedies do not work as effectively as over-the-counter drugs. However, what's crazy is that home remedies simulate what actual um, like over-the-counter drugs do. So really, I'm not sure what they're saying. Anyways, but in all, there's no cure for the common cold. Lots of water and sleep will do miracles. Anyways, Rayan, your turn. In my episode, I talked about autonomous vehicles. A new auto car is Cruise, and users have actually said that they have felt safe in the self-driving car as it was very smooth, as it was a very smooth ride. These new cars use ultrasonic sensors, LiDAR technology, and a bunch of other cool features explained in the episode. But apart from these bonuses with self-driving cars, like auto parallel parking and being able to sleep on your way to places, what would they do if an emergency occurred? If a deer was on the road? In my driver's ed course, it stated how there needs to be communication on the road, and how could that happen if there is no driver? Engineers are working together to try to fix this by using their very effective engineering and design process. This gives results like a very modern design for a car, giving a comfortable and safe ride. Liam, you're up. Hello. I discussed the economics behind the old money aesthetic. Starting off with what the aesthetic was about, I explained how it's full of preppy clothing, designer shoes, Gucci sunglasses, etc. Born out of a want to feel rich and have no care in the world, it was adopted by so many wanting to live this dream, especially during the era of COVID. 
But these old money families that we want to replicate started to form all the way back from feudalism. When bartendering was turned into conformed currency, fast forward to industrialization, robber barons like Rockefeller quickly started businesses and became on top, building so much generational wealth that they are still on top of the 50 most rich families in today. With no spoilers, I did relate this to a new economic theory, and I discussed some opposing viewpoints. Make sure to listen to find out. Okay, guys, so now we're going to move into the conversation part. Since exams are right around the corner, we're going to be talking about some statistics and how these exams and tests in general impact people. An academic study found that tests can raise the student's stress level by 15%. These high stress, stress levels make students miss sleep and might even make them do worse on tests. So what do you guys think about this? I know that I think that this high stress level that students may like endure is actually like I you know every single one of us feels this on a daily basis and I feel like 15% is kind of a low ball because I feel like most students are especially you know students in our school are way more you know stressed about tests because we have a really high want to do well on them. What do you guys yeah. think? I think so a lot. I think with the different programs we have at our school, it's really heightened a lot. And a lot of people have, um, we're a diverse school, so cultural backgrounds where it's more expected to do better than, say, other ones here. So I feel like that's really ob- like apparent here. Um, and I know that my test-taking anxiety can get really bad and my heart rate goes up really high. And I know I even start shaking a lot. So it can be even embarrassing feeling stressed. Um, I'm not going to disagree with that. I totally agree. But I'm also going to kind of expand the viewpoint of it. I feel that, yes, it's a, there is kind of a lot of stress, but I think it's good stress. And I do think that we need to have that sort of stress, especially because we're going to be out in the workforce. Um, and there's going to be much more stressful situations that we need to get to. Yeah, it definitely prepares me, especially for Gov school, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the stress, like, except the stress to a certain extent. Yeah, but it's I agree. Too much, I, I yeah, agree, sometimes but it's too much. Sometimes it's nice knowing that it's it could be, like, almost high stress. But again, this is high school, sometimes middle school for some of you listeners. There's not really anything to it. You can fail high yeah. school and be completely fine. It kind of shows that there is still cushions no matter mm-hmm. what, and it really teaches us that for example dr sun he didn't go through the traditional route and you can it's almost like you can still make the best opportunity out of you what you have and failing isn't everything so yeah that's why i like it i feel like it's harder to see that though with our school being like really heavy in academics that it mm-hmm. feels like feeling that one test is going to be the end of our high school career and we're yeah. not going to get it into a college it's just that like uh, I don't know what kind of effect, you know, but like mm-hmm. snowballing effect, I guess is what I'm saying, is one thing leads to another. Um, so I feel like that's pretty difficult. Um, and I do agree with good stress, but I think there's also a lot of negative stress. So. But also, it's not just doing good for yourself. It's doing good. For- it's doing good because you're in almost in a sense of competition with mm-hmm. others. Yeah. Because college now, these days, is becoming so stressful, you know, because everything's becoming way more, you know, like, Competitive. competitive and you need to have that you know the whole idea of like you know becoming the number one getting the best score on an exam that's i think what contributes to a lot of test taking anxiety that's yeah. why i feel that um to kind of reduce our stress in exams i do not think at all that we should make our exams easier or make it like a lower pass rate almost but mm-hmm. rather we should make our community stronger and reduce the mm-hmm. amount of competition yeah um, between each that. other that's really good and i think though that um 
for us it's also a level of preparedness for each test increases anxiety levels and I feel like it's good getting the experiences of being unprepared for what you're going to go into because that's mm-hmm. every day of the medical field and mm-hmm. that's somebody's life you're dealing with that if you can't handle it in yeah. high school you're not going to be able to handle yeah. it in college and afterwards so when it's a prolonged period of stress it's not good something is not right mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. in the moments um test and mm-hmm. like like this example that is a good kind of stress so mm-hmm. i think for a lot of people demonstrating in their life is it just when i'm taking the test do i feel anxious or am i constantly and that's a good like reminder yeah. for people mm-hmm. that like am i struggling with an anxiety disorder or am i nervous because of this test and is this good and how is this helping me exactly and at the end of the day if you feel uncomfortable taking a test guess what it's not really the end like it's not no, the end yeah. of the world at all no because you're going to be able to do stuff yeah. the exactly test. like retakes and even just yeah. different fields that you're better at like not doing good mm-hmm. in a pe class is yeah. not gonna end your whole college mm-hmm. life yeah so um, yeah let's ready to move on to the next one Correspondingly with this article, tests also raise cortisol in humans, 35% for boys, but interestingly, no change is present for girls. Cortisol cortisol is a hormone that suppresses non-vital systems in your body, triggering a fight or flight response, also freeze. What do you guys think about this? I feel like it's really cool seeing the difference between girls and guys, and you see that this one thing, estrogen and testosterone, and men and female, separate us so, I mean, of course, there are other differences, but that separates our reactions to things so much, so I feel like that difference is really interesting, but it's also seems like one of the statistics, I feel like I'm bringing mental health up a lot, but uh, males are 3.7 times less likely to seek mental help, health help, which I just think shows that, like, there are other things happening and I don't feel like that conversation happens enough because it's easy to talk about girls and feelings but I don't think it's the same for guys when they're saying that they're having a hard time taking a test or test anxiety or feeling sad for a long time and they don't know why and so I feel like that kind of upsets me that that conversation is less open for guys um so I mean this fact doesn't surprise me that you know we act differently girls and guys but back to the like actual statistic isn't it crazy that like you know, males get 35% more cortisol in their system when they're taking a test, meaning that they're going to be, like, in, like, a more state of, like, fear. Mm-hmm. It's not just, like, weird to think about, because I, I guess gotta, I didn't notice it, but... You gotta, like, realize, putting aside the whole, like, equal rights and stuff for gender, like, I understand that, but at the same time, like, there is, again, there's differences. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, there's an anatomical dis- differences between us, and it's we're animals. We have these flight or fright responses that we've had for so long, and they're just kind of being put into different situations now. Mm-hmm. Like stress was for you know, um, it's kind of like how squirrels they would <laughs> like they had um, stress from <laughs> predators, but now they they're stressed from just like cars or being yeah. on the road. Mm-hmm. Like we're just all adapting. Everyone, not even just humans, um, other mm-hmm. animals too, are just adapting um, to the times and your brain just kind of takes mm-hmm. the old habits and yeah. puts them into new things. I mean, it's hard to unlearn those things at all. Mm-hmm. How do you un- unlearn like a human yeah. instinct? Yeah. But also, wait, you're mm-hmm. saying something. But also from this, you know when you're in that flight or f- fight or, or flight state, yeah. you have like, there's like certain pros and cons to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that actually contributes to certain things on tests, you know? 
like I really do tunnel I was, vision, like because you like get tunnel vision. And second, I was gonna say also true. in that that leads to the bigger question of how do we prevent this to make things more equal between yeah. girls and guys taking tests? Do we just assume that it's always happened? For me personally, I feel like they've always grown up with it, so mm-hmm. wouldn't it be something more manageable, manageable yeah. Yeah. compared to mm-hmm. a girl and a guy because you're used to that? Yeah. Um, or is it not? And should there be some kind of you know, I'm, I, I think everyone's don't grown think up that with you it. Have yeah. An easier test. Yeah. No, no, yeah. I, I personally don't. I'm saying that would be like a, I feel like a simple solution, mm. but not a practical. It's not practical, one. Yeah. Um, but I'm, that's what I'm saying. What kind of solution would there be? Or we just, you just live with it, and just those discussions are had, and mm. we learn how to cope with it in other ways. I mean, there are many other mental disorders that women are more likely yeah. to get so i think it's just almost like a balance that's like the sats being changed yeah. that everything you answer rather than the points you answer um being counted as wrong, wrong. Mm-hmm. they um yeah. girls are more likely to second guess so they won't put anything and so they change it now so you don't get something wrong just by mm-hmm. filling Dang. something in what do you think Brian? can you explain to me the sat thing well, no, that was previous before us so we have the very very beginning of the sat if you marked an answer and it was wrong they'd minus like subtract a point mm-hmm. so people just wouldn't like mark it they thought they would oh. get it wrong mm-hmm. but now they switched oh. it so it's you know it just guess. doesn't add a point and, and then they're doing 2024 yeah, it just doesn't add. by at 2024 they will have a completely digital sat that will be a little bit easier i'm not quite sure how what they did say it's no but that thing where you don't subtract a point for second guessing that actually makes so much sense though you know because if you take away a point if you're because more you likely to second wrong. Like, are you saying, like, because no, you but know like, it's wrong and you don't put anything and then you get... I feel like the new model makes sense because if you put something and get it wrong, your score goes down. But if you put something and get it right, that still shows you have a good understanding compared to I don't else. know. Because I feel like you can do that for the whole thing and guess your way through and get a great score that doesn't show if you know it. I, and you're oh, really I highlighted that, yeah. by what you don't know that shows what you do know. And so I feel like the just not putting down what you don't know and writing what you do shows a higher level of achieving and excellence. I wonder how they do that, though, because what if someone puts down, like, five things? Like, there's got to be some, like, window how they used to do that. Because that's what I'm saying. If you you get it wrong, Like, if you you only, like, let's say I only knew that number three and number 20 were the correct answers. I I knew those were 100%, so I only put those two down. Would that be 100 if someone else put all number one through 20? got it right like how did um, they i don't know how they used to do that so i'm sure that was kind of difficult but that's why standardized testing is so well, such just, a debated topic their their scores i mean i feel like isn't that essentially taking it away anyways your score is not technically going down but no points are being added because if each thing is worth one point and they got all the points yeah. and they're at a 20 and you're at a two. Oh, i see what you're saying so they're not technically taking it away but you're not yeah. getting the points for mm-hmm. what you don't know mm-hmm. if yeah. you don't put in anything extra yeah because, like, you should not be rewarded on being able to put down C on a paper. Anybody can do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at the same time, there is, like, a very unlikely chance that you get all, like, even, yeah. like, a 12-question test, the mm-hmm. chances that you get all of them right from guessing are, like, crazy. But yeah, it can still you happen. Could, you could, you know? Yeah. And it could be a pattern, and you wouldn't even know, but the mm-hmm. proctors do, and it's easier for them to grade. Because we don't know how they put the answers on, mm-hmm. and it could just be the person figured out the pattern, and boom, they got it. Yeah. But then that also brings up the thing. You could just from like you know guessing determine that two of the answers are not right, so you're left with a fifty percent chance. Exactly. And then your chances increase dramatically. I'm so glad that they have those because those will save me on the AP. I like I I like that they have stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Do you guys feel like the next um topic? Yeah. Vamos.
Now, one of the biggest statistics that we have found in this, you know, culmination of our research together is that further, 25 to 40 percent of students that take tests experience test-taking anxiety. This can lead to an exorbitant amount of adverse health effects and can lower test scores due to the lower degree of function in students. Um, now, what do you guys think about this one? Because this is kind of a big statistic. That's almost half. For me, personally, um, they're talking about the adverse health effects, and it's easy to be like, don't take tests because the health effects are bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the reality is stress is not bad yeah. until it is prolonged. Until you're having long periods of stre- mm-hmm. or stress, you're okay, and that's a natural way for our bodies to feel in a way to respond. Stress is just another emotion um, that we experience, like happiness yeah. and anger. It's mm-hmm. just another one of those. It's just students need to be more equipped in learning how to deal with that because I personally... I think maybe in fifth grade I learned about like mindset and maybe like how I should be breathing properly but I never really learned how to manage stress and still I know adults are Mm -hmm. and I feel like that's not talked about enough because I don't know if it's either a lack of research or a disagreement on how to deal with it but I truly believe Mm -hmm. students are inadequately equipped to deal with stressful situations yeah what do you think for me well last year i had to like go to my guidance counselor so she could help me out with stress so we definitely have to like help students out more with that because i don't think test taking for me right now it doesn't it doesn't give me as much stress as it used to Mm -hmm. yeah i i I, I was gonna just say i also think though that the covid year kind of like added on yeah. some mm-hmm. type of stress that wasn't even it wasn't out there but somehow virtual schooling was just much more like you had the uh, let's face it everyone had the opportunity to, to cheat everyone had the resources around them yet it was such a more stressful time period than just being in person yeah i feel like i feel like a it was more stressful because one the only thing you see is your computer right in front of you the and then you're, day. and then once you're done is a test score with the test mm-hmm. it's just a big score on the screen and if you did bad that feels like your entire world right now yeah and also you couldn't talk about it with others last year you know mm-hmm. like it was insane but i feel like also this like like stress i feel like it's not talked about enough because i would say most people do good after they stress about a test mm-hmm. that's why it's like just like pushed off but if it's if you do not do good, of course, then you're going to talk about it. But I feel like that idea of, like, you know, if you're successful after you have stress, then stress is a good thing. But for the people that, like, do bad after they have stress, then stress is a bad thing. I feel like it's very subjective to, you know, feel. Yeah, for me, it's if if I'm stressed about something, I study it more and then I do better. But mm-hmm. I don't know how... Yeah. I don't know how other people... Yeah, some That's, people, like, shut down and stuff. Yeah, it's how we learn to deal with it. And I know in my flute lessons, when I'm playing flute, and I know that I have a recital, it's not practice until you get it right. It's practice until you can't mess up. And that's a big difference on how people are studying and learning. And um, I think people get stressed out for what they don't know versus what they do and its level of preparedness. But I like that you brought up the point of being able to talk with people around us because I really do think that social interaction and communicating with (coughs) peers really does allow us this different level and deeper level of understanding that I feel like we really forget that we lacked and that definitely did cause stress like Melania you were mentioning so I thought those were really cool Mm -hmm. points that you guys brought up because I didn't even think of like talking with other people but on the last note there are some forms of stress though that I think that like we could like kind of never take out of school and the things that I'm going to talk about is class presentations Mm -hmm. when you're up in front of the 
you're either born with a lack of stress for that type of scenario or you're born with stress for a scenario. And of course, with more practice, you get a little bit better at it. But like, I can relate this to my AP seminar class because throughout the year, I've, you know, memorized my scripts. I've done everything that I needed to. And I've been pretty good at doing them. But on this AP seminar test too, I like, you know, I did okay, you know, except it was just one of those things where like, it wasn't almost stress. It was just like, and almost anxiety when I was yeah, up yeah, there that I forgot my script. I think, I'm not sure how bad it went because I didn't get my score back yet, but it's just one of those things, you know, presentations where you just can't, you just can't really fully prepare for them. You can go up to like, you know, 80, 70%, but mm-hmm. there's just that 30% that can Exactly. I think you. that stress and anxiety, not like anxiety as in like the, um, like long-term anxiety, like you actually have an anxiety mm-hmm. disorder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm talking about like the feeling just of- the feeling of being anxious or they're very similar, but they're kind of different. Like almost, I feel like stress is beneficial when I'm stressed, um, but I'm presenting in a class. I feel I always have this out-of-body experience and it feels like my mouth's just talking. Oh, yeah. Exactly. I'm doing this, I do and that. it's kind of beneficial. I don't Because do I'm, I'm almost... Really? I, I feel out-of-body almost. I don't know how to explain it, but it's literally like my mouth's just talking and my brain doesn't have to worry about anything. That's what yeah. happened with me. I, yes. I agree. That's but there's... Yeah. Before that, really. before that, there's an anxiousness and you're like dreading to go up and yeah. that's when you feel terrible. That's yeah. how and I feel throughout the whole like thing. And like I start to sweat and like my palms start that's, to sweat. Yeah, that's the anxious yeah. on me, but like the stress is like I'm almost frozen and I'm just like... Yeah, the- I have been noticing though throughout this conversation is just like all we have are two words, stress and anxiety to describe this super complex feeling that Mm -hmm. we have in so many different forms i feel like that personally goes to show how little we know Mm -hmm. truly about mental health i don't think it's as open as a conversation that it has been or at least it's growing but there's still so much more research we have to do to understand so much more because like we're all trying to describe these different forms of stress and the Mm -hmm. only word we can do is stress Stress. and anxious and nervous and those really don't describe the complex feelings that we're Mm -hmm. having i truly believe that's a really good point yeah like some some stress is good how do we differentiate that type of feeling that pushes us to do better that the other type Mm -hmm. that we like sink in our chairs and our stomach feels wrong and feel like we literally cannot move like those are two entirely different feelings but it's just called stress like yeah those are so different that should not be the same thing yeah that's a really good point and i feel like you can definitely see in the medical field it's almost um there's just an abandonment of mental health and how there's like this one magic pill that will just Mm kind of solve all your problems that doctors seem to just give you and they don't give you other options or other resources especially Mm -hmm. if it's like almost a short not a short-term problem but in the long run it's a short-term problem like throughout your life it might be a couple Mm -hmm. years and i don't think that we've gotten anywhere no, close to being not able to all. effectively treat something yeah like that. i know personally people who are medicated for mental health in my life and i know some people who you know it benefits them and they know the regulation and other people who are completely like hooked on taking this pill and it's like emergency medicines that they are consistently taking that there's no line of like what's actually helping people and just what keeps them out of the doctor's office mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and that's that's worrisome to me yeah Anything anybody wants to add before we close it out? Um, oh, yeah. Before we close it out, um, so in an effort to help some of our listeners who feel stressed in this test-taking season, we wanted to give you all some advice for what helps us feel more at peace. I'll go first while everyone else is thinking of some things. Usually for me, it's either, it's usually a mix of, you know, just like breathing exercises actually kind of help, mm-hmm. but also like religion also helps me a lot and 
I'm not sure if religion helps some of you guys, but if you guys are religious, make sure to fall back on that because that's pretty easy. Yeah. 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 Melania, what do you think? Oh, I was going to say... Um, being around others sometimes help, but a lot of the time working out, which is actually proven. Like, yeah, that's You're going to yeah. get um, things out of working out that aren't just, like, building habits is so good. And, I, I yeah, I was going to say not even just working out, too. Building habits gives me a lot of, like, dopamine as well. Mm-hmm. And just yeah, doing things every day. I don't know how to explain it. No, like, yeah. If I do things that, like, if I make my bed every single day I feel accomplished and that makes me feel good and it's almost like just accomplishing things that yeah. aren't yeah I don't know how to explain yeah, it no, but I hear your point like that, stuff I like that, that your work yeah, routine, that, yeah. good routine healthy routine yeah. because I feel yeah. like stress doesn't come from those things that you're good it's, at stress comes from things that are difficult so uh-huh. falling back on again things that are you're good at yeah, yeah, I think that's a really good one, and I like the points you made, like, about the breathing thing that I was going to mention. Is like, I've heard a lot that you um, can't be scared when you're, like, uh, if you're slow breathing or, like, conscious breathing, you can't be scared. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't, the way you breathe doesn't go hand, or goes mm-hmm. hand in hand with the, like, I guess emotions you feel. Yeah. And so, yeah, just trying to slow your breath and concentrate on how much you're breathing. And um, I even heard alternate nostril breathing. It's where you put like a finger over one nostril and you breathe out of that for a little bit and then you switch sides. And that helps to just focus on the air coming Mm -hmm. out and you focus on how you're breathing. Um, And, you know, if you're not prepared for the test, you do as good as you can, but that's your only opportunity. And you've got to be, I feel like, realistic for your situation that you can be so nervous for a test, but once you're honest that, like, this is not going to be my best one, Mm -hmm. and you just put forth your best effort, Mm -hmm. acknowledging that was the best you can do really just helps. Sometimes I take a math quiz, I constantly have them, and I'm just Mm -hmm. like, look, I didn't do the studying maybe for this. I'm not going to get a good grade, Mm -hmm. and I'm okay with that, but I'm going to do my best, and that helps ease me feeling so stressed. I was going to say, sorry, but um, I really like your point of just almost admitting that you like if you didn't do something don't expect good results Mm -hmm. yeah because that maybe like after a test you feel crappy but before the test at least you're getting rid of that stress because you you it's not like you have those expectations but no like there's no point in worrying about it afterwards there's no yeah Yeah. it's done what Mm -hmm. do you think rayanne well for me i'm not sure if this is good advice so don't (laughs) maybe take it with a grain of salt but what i do is i i just like take a nap (laughs) (laughs) don't think about it yeah and then when I wake up it's like I almost forget I don't forget about it but it like clears my head kind Mm -hmm. of it's like I still have let's say I have a bunch of stuff to do and I'm really stressed out about it so I take a nap and then I wake up and I don't feel I don't feel the stress anymore and I just I just tell myself like I have to do this now and I do it yeah, it's you know, just less, really less of like a burden, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, what's really good, I think it's also though, kind of goes in with my organization, like doing things multiple, like at every single time of the day. But I have to make to do lists. Like I, yes, if I I'm love stressed, I need to make to do lists. I need organization, and sometimes mm-hmm. I'll even just make them in my head. And showering, I yeah, always really? take like a shower, five to ten minutes, and I just relax. Really. 
I think that's you. important time to ourselves to be able to process what we're going through because the stress is also the initial response of, oh my God, what am I going to do yeah. right yeah. now? Mm-hmm. So being able to rationalize that and whether it's a test being like, okay, didn't study, not going to do great on it. Or like, I've got a lot of things to do. Let me organize mm-hmm. and plan and fall into my healthy habits that mm-hmm. make me feel good. Yeah. Or if it's just like, I've got a presentation. I'm not sure how it's going to go. It's yeah. at this point out of my hands. I've done everything I could do. And then you fall back on religion. So, yeah. and sleeping on it is not a bad thing. No. That's just personal. I don't know. I feel like it's, it's no, it was only on if my, it's obsessive. It's only yeah. if it's obsessive as in the point where you're pushing things. Yeah. Back. It's like if every yeah. problem you have, the way you solve it is going to sleep. That's that's not right. Mm-hmm. But if you take personal time, whether that's going but to taking same- a nap, taking a shower, taking yeah. go take mm-hmm. a walk, figure out time that will clear your brain any way that works best for you. That's not a bad thing. And I just took um, like in my health class, mm-hmm. I just took a quiz just mm-hmm. saying how sleeping on it is not a bad. I was going to say, because at the same time, like sleeping on it isn't a bad thing because, um, for example, falling back on religion isn't. Yeah. You can't just mm-hmm. fall back on religion every time, or you can't just keep taking a shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, you can't yeah. just keep doing these things. You need to like keep up, on studying. Or also, because I, I definitely. That's what I'm saying. You've got to realize that there's a you, problem that can happen, and you've you got to go through it. You can tear yourself up about it, or you can find ways to ease your situation. And I feel like that's a lot about mindset is how you want to approach the situation. So, and don't compare yourself to others. And all, oh, yeah. It's almost like you feel crappy right now, but at the same time, you know how they say, like, you're happy only because you've been sad before. Like, you feel yeah. this happiness because mm-hmm. you know what sadness feels yeah. like. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that almost. Like, you feel stressed, but you know that. When you're done, you're going to feel normal and you're going to feel very relieved and almost grateful. Yeah, setting temporary goals also for the future that, like, I've studied for this. Like, we'll see how it goes Mm -hmm. and dealing with the thing. But also realizing, okay, once I get this done, I get to go to my favorite class. Or the next day, I get to hang out with my friend the next Mm -hmm. day. Or even, like, more longer goals. Like, in the summer, I'm going to get to spend all this time working on da-da-da-da-da. Or whatever makes you happy. But setting those short-term goals that help you get through the current moment. Because those are But again... A lot of people do this, and a lot of students especially, they do set things, and they kind of almost have delayed gratification. Is that the correct word? Where it's like, oh, I'm, I'm not going to be happy right now. I'm going to kill myself. Not actually kill yourself, but like, I'm going to kill myself oh studying my gosh, for this yes. exam because I will be happy in the future when I once I get into this school. It's such and a then when toxic you get into mindset. School, yeah. Oh, it I'm going to be happy. It's just going to keep repeating. And I, it's that I, greed. It's the I greed. I do that all the time. Yes, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to be happy right now because once I get into gov school. Yeah, exactly. Happy, That's what you know? people do with exercising also. It's mm-hmm. like, once I start exercising, I'm going to get fit and I'm mm-hmm. going to love my and body. Then, and and that's not how it works. Yeah. You have to figure out, what do I have now? How can I accept my situation now? And then mm-hmm. make it even better for the future, not yeah. how will everything enjoy be good. It right now. Enjoy yeah. the process. Yeah, yeah enjoy the learning because that's the whole point of life. And if you're spending life jumping to when you get older, you're missing out on a lot of lessons yeah. you could have learned. Yeah. And you're constantly going to be jumping ahead of yourself yeah oh but back to the breathing exercise i have a very embarrassing story about this is it about make sure to not be unmuted when you're practicing breathing exercises <laughs> <laughs> i'm so sorry my old spanish teacher Wait, what happened? <laughs> i was on zoom and i was doing breathing exercises because i had a preterite <laughs> quiz and i had no idea how to do it so i was going <sighs> <laughs> for like a full 20 seconds and the teacher went Please mute your please mute your microphones. And I was like, Oh no, I did not just do that. <laughs> That's funny. That's a good yeah. But overall, it's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> so guys, thank you for listening. Um, if you now have noticed, besides this episode, 
um, the past two episodes and the future, um, many of the future episodes, I won't guarantee all of them, but they're now going to have um, a video on it. So if you're on Spotify, you can watch the video while you're actually listening to it. Um, or if you don't have Spotify, we post them on YouTube. So mm-hmm. you can still get a visual, but they all do not need a visual. Yeah. They're very, um, like, it'll supplement. Pod- yeah, we cater to every platform that we post yeah. on because it's all based on how we can best support our audience and teach them about STEM. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so make sure to follow us on all our social medias, at Learn STEM, and... Good luck in this test-taking season. Oh, also, though, you guys need to ask <laughs> oh. questions for our Q&A. Oh, yeah, please do, because we don't... Otherwise, we're going to have to make them ourselves. Yeah, yeah. and also... <laughs> I was... I just stopped myself from saying that. We don't want to embarrass ourselves. Yeah, and also rate us five stars on Spotify so we don't have to keep asking our friends. Yeah, because Mm -hmm. also decide the, like, the, my God, I can't speak. (laughs) Uh, Decide the type of videos, I guess, that you, or podcasts you want to listen to. Because if you're not giving us questions, we're just going to keep doing article summaries. And if this isn't as interesting to you, then ask us questions and we'll be happy to Mm -hmm. give you a shout out or, you know. If you guys want shout outs. Also, TikTok, we're going to try to create some more TikToks. And oh, even, yeah. like, you can ask us to do episodes. Like, if you want an episode on yeah. something from AP Bio, let us know. Oh, yeah. oh, oh that's so good. If you yeah. want I don't want to from... spoil anything for the future, yeah. but, but we will definitely be yeah. working on some, some things. things. Even, like, even if it's freaking AP Euro Unit 2, I will tie the reformation into <laughs> yeah, science. Exactly. I mean, there's so many things throughout history that science is prevalent always because it always yeah. will be. I feel like that's the importance of our podcast also is STEM is ever-evolving and mm-hmm. ever-changing and there's so many fields that we go into and talk about yeah. and so many, you know, micro-fields also that, like, we can always find a way. So we mm-hmm. want to, you know, target our audience and find mm-hmm. ways to do that. So, yeah, absolutely. Anyways, guys, good luck on your AP exam. Good luck. Bye. 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 Adios.